0: Welcome to Book Talk for Book Talk, a literary podcast where we have been deep diving into your favorite novels. This is Jack and I'm Amy, and our listeners
1: love to share their thoughts and theories via email and voicemail, so we're sharing some of them via our weekly mini
0: episodes. The views expressed by the hosts and listeners are entirely their own and in no way represent the thoughts or intentions of the original author. This podcast is a discussion, shared to spark thought and conversation on the characters and themes of this novel.
1: Spoilers may be discussed with or without warning. Explicit language as well as themes of sex, violence, abuse, death, and depression will recur throughout this podcast. Listener discretion is advised.
0: Welcome to our mini episode series. During each mini, we'll be reading listener feedback and theories, as well as discussing all things Sarah J. Mass, including her ACOTAR, Crescent City, and Throne of Glass series. For this week's mini episode, we're reading our listener hot takes that were submitted via Instagram. They were some pretty good hot takes. All the love to everybody who submitted hot takes. There's no right or wrong here. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) At first, I was like, wait, what? No, I'm kidding.
1: I mean, there's a wrong answer. Nah, no, no, nah.
0: no. Everyone's allowed to have their opinion. I
1: was trying to think of a wrong answer and genuinely in my mind, I was like, yeah, wrong answers, thinking like supporting Tamlin. And I was like, I don't
0: support him. <laughs> I just lust. We shall explore the whole range of hot takes today. So agreed. Agreed. We'll see what happens. Let's go. This first one's from Halima. Reese taking away Feyre's bodily autonomy in Silver Flame's romanticized anti-choice in the patriarchy. Oh, Yeah. I'm not. I I don't disagree. Yeah, it's true. It's so problematic. Yeah.
1: I, I don't think anyone walked away from Silver Flames and was like, you know what? Reese did right.
0: People were upset thinking that Reese would never do that. Which is not true. Not true at all. No, that's Reese in a nutshell. Yeah, people were upset that Reese even did that. And people were upset in what light Nesta chose to paint Reese. Yes. But that unreliable narrators, man.
1: Unreliable narrator. And Reese did wrong. He's lied to Fair about so many things. Like, mm-hmm. of course he would lie to her about this because he think he would think that he could find a solution. Right. And then bring it to her. Exactly. That's exactly
0: what was going on in his brain. Yeah. You know who that reminds me of? Tamlin. Yeah. Because <laughs> it makes sense, right? Because like, it makes sense. Yes. And they both have already done this before. Fuck
1: the patriarchy.
0: Fuck the patriarchy. This next one comes from. Terry Berry.
1: I don't understand Az's hype when SJM has hardly written anything about his character.
0: I love this because I recently saw a TikTok where there was someone who was reading Silver Flames and then they snapped the book closed. And the caption is like, another whole ass book and no real content. I think he has a little more content than more, but there isn't a lot of content.
1: It's called a female gaze. And uh, he's a perfect subject of I mean, he is the epitome of tall, dark, and handsome, mm-hmm. quiet, and broody. But the perfection is that we don't know what's in his mind, so we can make him emotionally intelligent.
0: Right. We can project onto him. Yeah. As we do with all fictional men. Exactly. The only
1: emotionally intelligent man in this entire series is Cassian. 100. And even he makes mistakes. And
0: he makes mistakes. But, like, Azriel. yeah. I mean, we lust after Azriel, as you all know. Uh-huh. But is he 100% problematic? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Is that part of the reason why I lust? Yeah, it is. Right? And do we know anything about him? No, it's, it's just like falling in love, in air quotes, with some random guy on the street. You know nothing about him.
1: No, look, the girl can leave the 20s, but the 20s can't leave the girl. <laughs> All right. And 20-year-old Jack was very into the problematic
0: individuals. I would even say teens, you know, just you make up stories about the person that you have a crush on.
1: Oh, completely. It's it, There's just so much material to work with. Yeah. I mean, the fact that we go off on him the way and we don't go off on more, I think he has more than more, though.
0: I, I 100% think he has more than more.
1: I mean, there's like a whole Elaine, does he like Elaine, does he not like Elaine? That's like way more than we have on more. I was about to call ourselves the problem. Yeah. And then I found a solution.
0: <laughs> we do have more content with him. We do have more personal conversations between him and Feyre. So we're yeah. able to glean more information. Mm-hmm. He's put to use more, if he, you notice. Yes, he is. I mean, he's
1: constantly spying. He's constantly torturing. He's constantly doing all these other things. We get chapters and chapters and I have no idea what more is doing.
0: Right. Either we don't know what she's doing or she's drinking. Yeah. That's about it. Like, there's no action to her characterization, whereas at least with Azrael, he has use and you can read between the lines of his actions. Mm-hmm. You can't do that with more because she's drinking wine or she's at the Court of Nightmares. Like, yeah. That's
1: it. Also, SJM set it up for us all to think that he has the biggest... Why is it so hard? Penis. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just say it. Yeah. I feel he,
0: like you say pussy so easy. I
1: know. Well, it was about to be like his biggest dick. And I'm like, as if I'm suddenly trying to be a lady. <laughs> um,
0: But he supposedly has the biggest out of the guys. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we lost after him. Yeah. This next hot take is from Liv. I'm looking forward to Tamlin's redemption arc. Same, Liv. Same. I am ready. And I'm ready to be destroyed in the process. Oh, it's going to—it's going to oh it's my gonna God. be a tragedy. Yeah, it is. And I am—I'm getting goosebumps. I'm so here for it.
1: Ah, oh, yeah, it's going to be absolutely amazing. It's going to be a tragedy. I just had a thought. Uh huh. What if he leaves Prithian Akatar world completely? Because we were saying he shouldn't be High Lord of the Spring Court. Oh, oh.
0: Right? I can see it. Yeah. I think that would be awesome. He has
1: nothing left for him. Yeah, he needs like a fresh start. He needs a full fresh start. And whether that's Bryce's world, whether that's Throne of Glass world, I want him to have his redemption arc. I think Tamlin's redemption arc is going to be Nesta-level emotional.
0: Yeah, I think so too.
1: A lot of self-hatred, a lot of reflection, a lot of hi, it's me, I'm the problem.
0: Yep. It's going to be good. I'm excited.
1: This next one hurts. (laughs) This is from Stepanka. Reese should have stayed dead. Love him, but it's
0: true. I agree. I agree. I agree. (laughs) I agree. I either Reese should have stayed dead or he should have never died. Agreed. Someone else should have died. You can't do the High Lord brings everyone back thing again. No. I'm sorry. It was cheap. It was. That's my hot take. It was cheap. I understand
1: wanting to keep Reese alive. I really do. I do
0: too. And I know
1: what she was trying to do was like make Tamlin be the one to help save him. Right, other ways he doesn't
0: he didn't he didn't have to die to have done that. No, no, he didn't. He could have been nearly dead. Right, he didn't have to die. Yeah, it just cheapens the fact that Pharaoh was brought back. Yes, and it cheapens death in SJM's books
1: completely. Who should have been dead in that scene and not have come back at all? If you're going to sacrifice someone, Amron. completely.
0: But we we know why she can't.
1: We know why she can't. But. That's like who you're going to do if you're going to do it or more. No, it's
0: somebody should have died and stayed dead. Yeah. Is the moral of that story. I think the real moral
1: of the story is that be prepared to be crushed at whatever Amy and I write.
0: Because we have no empathy. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, well, you know, this is the better story. Yeah. Yeah. We want you to ball your eyes out.
1: We don't want you to walk away the same person. <laughs>
0: Next up, a hot take from Maddie. I can't believe Feyre picked Tamlin when Lucian was right there. I've heard this a lot. I've heard that
1: so much. Lucian and Feyre never had as much in common as Tamlin and Feyre.
0: Yeah, I think everyone likes Lucian's personality more than Tamlin, so I understand from a reader's perspective why they may have wanted Feyre and Lucian, because there was more of that, like, bickering enemies to lovers thing going on. But why have bickering enemies to lover when you have Broody? And problematic. And problematic. (laughs) You know
1: what I mean, right? right.
0: But you're right. If you go back to season one, we explain why ferret and Tamlin worked.
1: It's funny. I like you and I both were the same. It never occurred to us that Lucian would have been an opportunity of a romance.
0: No, he was the comic relief to me in the first book.
1: Oh, he was totally the comic relief. He was always like the funny moments were with him. Mm -hmm. And I know people were like, "Well, why wouldn't you go for that?" I don't know. Talk to my therapist. Why wouldn't Jack go for that? That's yeah, a great question. Great
0: question, Amy. Also, what's wrong with us? You can no. see your life flashing before your eyes. Be like, oh
1: shit, what is wrong with me?
0: Here's the other thing: we don't get the hot descriptions of Lucian till Wings and Ruin. Yes, yes, we don't get him shirtless. We don't get the thighs. I was gonna say, muscled thighs, muscled pecs, yeah. you know, sculpted abs. We I'm didn't get those things.
1: Pretty sure we made the last part up, and he always had the shirt on. But in in our heart, he was half naked.
0: No, he was half naked in Wings and Ruin. When? When she has the nightmare and goes into his bedroom. Remember he's buttoning up his pants? Shit. Yeah,
1: he he buttoned <laughs> up his pants. There's nothing more sexy than a man putting on clothes. <laughs> Forgot. You're right. <laughs> all right, the next hot take, and this might be the hottest takes of all the hot takes, is from Elizabeth. Are you ready? I'm prepared. Best podcast of the year, in my opinion.
0: Oh, oh my god. Thank you. Just the year? Only. Only this year? year, last I mean, year,
1: this, or future years. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really sweet. Thank you for your nomination of and for consideration of being best podcast of the year. Uh, we hope to fulfill that and to continue to win your hearts. You know, like in high, years to come. Yeah, you know, in high school, how like they'd have every year they went to state. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. That's gonna be us. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be yes
1: best podcast
0: of the year twenty twenty two best podcast of the year. It'll be like
1: Elizabeth's name over it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're like thank you Elizabeth we're here best <laughs> podcast of the year. Next up is a hot take from Sarah. I maintain that Tamlin just needs therapy. I want a Tamlin redemption arc. Similar but yes the man needs therapy. I think
1: what I'm going to walk away from that is if he got the help that he needs there's the opportunity for redemption. Absolutely. And again, I know I keep repeating this every time we mention it, but, you know, in case there's any new listeners, we do not excuse. We do not condone any kind of abuse in the slightest. Farah was in the right. Run away from him. He's a horrible person. But SJM made sure that he never physically hurt Farah. Yes. He exploded with power and anger. But his hand never, never hit her. Exactly. Or
0: he never held something that hit
1: her. He never intentionally went after her. And that distinction is so important because we are going to get that redemption arc. And there's going to be that moment of, oh, boy, I have major anger issues. I am not okay.
0: Right. Because those people exist. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I would hope that those people exist and can find help and can be better people. Don't give them a second chance, though, regardless. Correct. They don't deserve anyone's second chance. They can go and forge a life anew.
0: Also, moral of the story, just because of uh, the other mini episode we just recorded, Prithian needs to figure out how to like train therapists. Oh my God. There needs to be,
1: let's go to Prithian <laughs> and be therapists? And be therapists. And we'll just like sweep up there.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, we will. Although, I'm just... I don't know if I want to deal with their problems though.
1: I mean, genuinely, I was just imagining like Azriel sitting down, be like, well, I was locked away as a child and like, I'm not equipped. Sorry. <laughs> I'm out as if I'm a for anything.
0: <laughs> <As> <laughs> we, if, we are not trained therapists. Right.
1: As if there's like a single thing that I could handle. Sushi recommendation. <laughs> Next hot take comes from Aaron K. Tamlin's first admission of love was disingenuous. He was only saying it to get Farrah to say it.
0: I agree. Yeah. I don't think Tamlin loved Farah until after she died under the mountain. Yeah. One,
1: I don't think Tamlin knows how to love.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: I think Tamlin didn't love Farah until she became a possession.
0: Absolutely. And I think his love isn't even then real love. It's almost out of obligation that she did something so momentous for me that I must take care of her now.
1: Yeah. I mean, and also just imagine we know he had older siblings. We know that they treated him like shit. We know he probably hasn't had anything truly of his own, not including the spring court. And here he has a human woman who loves him. But, you know, to that point, we don't even
0: think Pharaoh loved him until like, she had to convince herself she loved him. Exactly. Exactly. So what we're saying is none of this love was genuine. Yeah, absolutely. Fake love. Our next hot take is from Candace. Papa Artron is a covert narcissist. Ooh. I 100% agree. I cannot wait to talk about this at the end of the season when Papa Archon arrives. I watched a TikTok. I did not know she was a listener, but one of our listeners has a TikTok talking about Papa Archon and how much of a narcissist he is and explaining why Nesta hates him for mm. what he does at the end of Wings and Ruin. I love it. And I cannot wait to bring this up. Yeah. But he 100% is a narcissist. Why did he name the ships after his daughters? To reflect good on him. Yeah. Not on them.
1: It, it really isn't explored too much of how much he really messed up, you know, like. Yeah. Suddenly he gets healthy, right? Mm-hmm. The money comes in and he ditches his daughter so fast. Yeah. And we can't say it's immediately
0: because he's getting help. No, I can almost guarantee it's not.
1: Yeah. Like he was just off to go make more money. Right. And then suddenly he comes back and he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I never told you this, but I'm actually here to help save you. No, no, he didn't want to be a father.
0: No, he never was.
1: I'm trying to think of more in his mind. So he had a wife who was obsessed with him, right? That's what we know is that Mama Archeron was way more invested in him Mm -hmm. than she was with anyone else. An obsessive love. She dies. He doesn't get that obsessive love from anyone. The closest thing is from Elaine. That level of narcissism where it's like, oh, I'm not getting my obsessive love, so Mm -hmm. I'm going to shut down. Right. And not help anyone.
0: Exactly. Because he probably could have worked on healing his leg. He didn't have to be the way he was. That was a choice. Just like the grand gesture at the end of Wings and Ruin is a choice, And, like, everyone speaks well of him afterward, right? Again, it was for his sake and his getting accolades from other people for himself. Yes. And that's not for the daughters or for the sake of saving them.
1: mm -mm. And that's something that, like, I've talked about in therapy before. You're allowed to be angry at being deprived of a version of someone, even though that version exists to others. And that's okay. Like, Mm -hmm. that's still abuse. Like, that doesn't mean they're a good person. They can be a good person to other people. But if they were shit to you. Yeah. Yeah. I hope our therapy is helping other people. <laughs> I hope if someone's debating going to therapy, they hear us and say, wow. Okay, cool. Therapy's great. I was about to say, wow, they're better. But, you know, we can't say <laughs> can't say that. But I can say therapy is the best. Yes. Okay, next hot tape from Maggie. Asriel is trash. Post bonus
0: chapter take. Okay. So post Silver Flames bonus chapter. Yeah. Yeah. He's a thoughtless male. Just yeah. like all... Fucking males are most of the time. Don't you dare say that about Cassian. Okay, fine. However, it's such a male move. Oh, completely. I could see all of my brothers pulling yes. this shit. Many men in my life. For whatever reason,
1: the fact that Azriel gives Gwen the necklace that was meant for someone else, that is clearly romantic, makes me think of the fact that my roommate didn't wash the dishes. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: And he... He knew after you had spent how many
1: spent 45 minutes helping cleaning up after that party. And he added to the dish pile
0: instead of cleaning, instead of
1: cleaning it. But it's just the most like male thing where it like we were talking about it. And it's like, you know, sometimes I'm sure women are the same, too. It's just thoughtless. It's like they live in the present tense and they don't know of like actions and consequences. Right,
0: right. Or what's other people's past or something. Right, right. They don't look at the scene holistically and all the inputs and outputs. Uh Uh-oh. They just think, oh, necklace, Um, need person. Yeah. I need to get rid of this. The fact that
1: he has to even give it to someone.
0: Why couldn't he have just thrown it in the Sidra like Cassian did? Like
1: Cassian. You want to be pissed off? Go throw it in the river. That's fine. Have your moment. All right. Like walk in the cold, throw it in the river. Tell yourself it's going to be a new year, new you.
0: And then just like move on. But no,
1: I feel confident talking about my roommates knowing that he'll never listen to this. 100.
0: And honestly, I would say it to his face anyway. Yeah. Oh, I was ready to. It turns out he did the dish. Later.
1: Last minute.
0: Next up is a hot take from Katie. I don't like Silver Flames as much as the rest of the books because Feyre and Reese were side characters. I get that. If you're a hardcore Feyre and Reese lover and you want their story to continue, I totally respect it. Mm-hmm. I personally really love Nesta and I was really excited to get her perspective.
1: If that was your first time reading a book like that, and I don't want to assume it was your first time, you could just not like the side characters. That's that's totally fine. But I remember for me, the first time I read a book and I read the second book and I was like, this is about someone else. It was hard for me to go back to that series. It was really hard for me to enjoy the rest of it. And it really messed with me. No, these this aren't, this aren't the people that I want. Yeah,
0: that's interesting. I think I prefer to read third-person, multi-point-of-view books. Yeah. So I am I feel very comfortable jumping between perspectives and characters. Yeah. So I was really glad to hear from another character and not just favor of first person. I struggle. I'm better with it now, but... It's a preference thing. It
1: is. It's just, it's, you know, our brains amaze me, Amy. <laughs> how different they are. So different. And how similar. Very. <laughs> this next take is from Lindsay. I hate the way resand is pronounced.
0: That's fair. A lot of people think it's rice or rice sand. Yeah. that's is what happens when you make up character names. It's true. Also, this is why listening to the audiobooks first so you can't have an opinion yeah. is great. One thing I've learned, even if
1: you hear the name, know the name, saying the name is hard.
0: <laughs> you know what? When they're made up. When they're made up, it's hard. Next up from Briannan, her hot take Emery and Moore will end up together, hopefully giving Moore some personality traits finally. I actually really hope Emery and Moore are mates. Yeah. I would love a same-sex mating bond.
1: We need one. We desperately need we one. We really, really need one. And I really like Emery. Mm-hmm. I do too. That's a fully flushed character right there. So great. She's got personality and everything and a backstory. I'm like, oh.
0: I also love the emotional conflict it would cause Nesta for her best friend.
1: To be with more. To be with more, Yeah. Anything to give Nesta emotional conflict.
0: I love Nesta, but I love when she's conflicted, too.
1: You know what would be amazing is if that theory that Moore was pregnant with Cassian's baby mm-hmm. and then lost the baby, but then at the same time, Moore ends up being mates with Emery. Nesta would have such a field day with that whole entire...
0: Oh, my gosh. All the more reason to hate more.
1: <laughs> right?
0: Poor Nesta.
1: Ever, does everyone in my life sleep with more? Is that what this is? <laughs> She's like, Gwen, if you
0: sleep with more, I will kill you. Oh,
1: and then more... Yeah, and then Gwen's over there with, like, lusting after Azriel, who just fucked with Elaine's head.
0: Oh, man. Everybody's screwed.
1: Who do you think... Nesta would side with Gwen way before she would with Elaine. Because... Nesta's and Elaine's relationship has absolutely fractured.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. I forget that that's happened. Yeah.
1: And Nesta has made Emery and Gwen her sisters. Yeah.
0: They're the replacements, basically.
1: They're like, you guys are my family now.
0: Yep. Yep. You're right. Yeah. This last hot take comes from Colleen. And shout out to Colleen. She's the one who suggested we do a hot takes episode.
1: Colleen, you're the best. Love Colleen.
0: Colleen's hot take Boy, is it hot. Oh, boy. I don't think the Valkyries should have won the blood rite with the amount of training they had. Oh. Honestly, I think that's the only time I felt things were at risk was the blood rite. Because I also didn't think they were capable of doing it.
1: Such a good point. Hear me out. I'm gathering my thoughts. Were the Valkyrie capable of actually doing it via skill? I don't think so. I think they got through by luck. And I feel like if we were to really analyze that whole sequence of how it goes down, SJM showed that it was luck. Interesting.
0: If we were to analyze
1: it. If we were to analyze it. uh, I'm throwing out a lot of hypotheticals here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because we haven't analyzed it. Because we haven't
1: analyzed it yet. But I think it's fair to say, and the reason why I say that is because when it comes with Farah and her journey, we see the progress of Mm -hmm. her and she never gets to be good before she's struggled. You know what I mean? Right. Right. She doesn't get good at things quickly. Right. The fact that she can, like, fight Dagden and Branagh is a little much. But I see what you're saying. Like, these other Illyrians had hundreds of years. There's no way that the three of them could catch up to that. Yeah. I, I feel like SJM knows that. And I would really want to look into it and say, yes, here are the parts where you can tell they stumbled.
0: Right. Well, here's success. <laughs> I agree with you. And I'm going to further your point. I think that it's a combination of luck and absolute trust mm-hmm. because the only ones who've completed the right really that we know of other than that. were friends. We're, were three Cassian, of- Reese, and Asriel. Yep. And I think it was said that it hadn't been completed in a long time. Yep. Or they hadn't reached the summit of yep. the mountain. So I think for the Valkyries to have completed it shows a lot of luck and complete trust. And that's the only reason why they were capable of doing it compared to the other Illyrians with hundreds of years of training.
1: I mean, and that might be the whole point of the entire battle is for people to realize, like, maybe friendship is what will get you there and trusting others. But, you know, like the group of men that they are, they don't get that. Right. Yeah, I agree. It's probably a combination of luck Mm -hmm. and friendship, which is kind of like there's no way you could win that without a team. Right. And others just won't get there because that's not how the Illyrians are raised to be, right? Exactly. But yeah, my hunch is, like, and I'm trying to remember the parts of it. Honestly, again, like, they wouldn't have won if Nesta didn't try to fight everyone off. I mean, then that's the whole team part, right? And then she would have died had evil Cassian or possessed Cassian not come along.
0: 100%. So to Colleen's point, absolutely. With the amount of training, they couldn't have done it. Correct. And... If they could have with the amount of training, SJM would have showed us that. Instead, she showed us the development of those relationships. And that's what got them through. Mm -hmm. Good job, Colleen. Good job. For our listeners who are not aware, we are now accepting voice recordings to include in our mini episodes. To find out more about how to submit a voice recording, go to our website, booktalkforbooktalk.com, and scroll down that homepage. This first message is from Madeline, who sent us... A lovely, lovely message that we want to share today.
1: Hey, it's Henneth Paltrow here, proud owner of Sexy Chicken Lingerie. I've decided to celebrate the commencement of Book Talk for Book Talk Season 3 with a listener discount on the Red Lace Range. Don't forget to pick up some of our signature feather merchandise. We have everything from luxury puff slippers to intimate ticklers so light it feels like a shadow passing over the skin. Anyway, I'd
0: better get back to the shop. I'm expecting a private fitting for a certain high lord and lady any minute now. Goodbye. I just want you to know how much pain Jack was in trying to hold in her laughter. (laughs) There's so many layers to that. Henneth Paltrow. Henneth Paltrow he. So a play on Gwyneth Paltrow, but a hen. Yeah. Because it's sexy chicken.
1: She called in, and then you know, Henneth Patrol just like we have. We're launching season
0: three, and we have like the red laces on sale, and then the shadow, shadow passing over. Oh, it's so good! <laughs> it's so clever! It's so clever! It's so
1: freaking funny! I, I, I died. RP me, it, it, like that was freaking amazing. Yeah, please, everyone, feel free to submit literally anything you
0: get 30 seconds i mean you can honestly submit as many messages as you want so if you have to break it up you break it up and just send us more yeah be like part one and then just say yeah, yeah.
1: but yeah anything you want to send us because that was freaking genius yes
0: and the first recording you do if you muck it up you can delete it and re-record you just record until you're happy and send it yeah. so thank you madeline that was amazing I want to somehow
1: save that as my voicemail, but it won't make sense. Oh yeah, nobody will understand, No one will get it.
0: Thank you for listening to this mini episode of Book Talk for Book Talk. We encourage you to rate and subscribe to our show on your preferred podcast listening platform.
1: We would love to hear your thoughts based on today's conversation. You can submit your comments to our form at booktalkforbooktalk.com or via our CamFlare voicemail system. Please visit booktalkforbooktalk.com for more information.
0: You can also follow us on TikTok or Instagram at the handle booktalkforbooktalk. Bye.